Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection podcast. Today is a Q&A episode and I have three questions I want to dive into. But first, before I do that, just want to go over a few ways you can help support the podcast. So first, uh, if you have found this podcast to be useful or helpful in any way, if you could leave a five-star rating and review, that will help other people find this podcast as well too. um, And that will be greatly appreciated. Again, I appreciate everybody that listens to this. Uh, So anyways, next you can follow me on Instagram, Jeff, H-O-E-H-N underscore. Um, that's where I'm most active from day to day in terms of social media content and um, just if you want to interact with me or anything like that. And then lastly, I have my one-on-one online coaching service. And with that, I hope you lose body fat and build muscle with my strategic dieting and training methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. And there's always at least one to two, th- one to two bottlenecks outside of like the fitness, uh, outside of your training nutrition program that, you know, we figure out that are keeping you from seeing results. Um, you know, usually things that the client isn't from like aware of, uh, on their own. So if you're interested in that, you can reach out to me on Instagram. There's a link in the show notes to find out more about it, or you can fill out the application in the show notes and we can uh, set up a time to chat about it in more detail. So with that out of the way, let's dive into the questions from today. So first question uh, that I got was, how can you deal with busy social life and implement workouts in your routine? So this is a good one. I think this is probably where a lot of people fall. You know, I don't think not, I don't think everybody has uh, as much time as they want to dedicate to training and things like that. And so I think there's always going to be this balance between the two. So my, you know, kind of first thought on this is there might have to be some sacrifices made in your social life if you want to balance it all. Uh, You know, I think that's, unfortunately, some people don't want to hear that. But if you feel like you have, you know, if if you're pretty active in your social life, it's like you might just have to make a few sacrifices there with it. Um, And if you don't want to, that's fine too. But you obviously just have to realize that, you know, we only have so many hours in the day and there's almost, there's only so much time to get everything done. You know, you also have a job on top of that, I'm sure, um, as well. So again, there has to be some give and take here. I think this kind of goes back to sometimes with like the nutrition side of things where people, you know, they want to get in better shape. They know nutrition needs to improve, but then they also don't really want to change anything nutritional wise. And it's like, Hey, I mean, what you've been doing has gotten you where you're at. So you do unfortunately have to make some, some sacrifices somewhere along the lines. You're not going to be able to do what you want when you want all the time and expect to see results. I think for some people that is a tough pill to swallow, but, uh, you know, you do have to make some, um, changes elsewhere, uh, in the, um, in, in your life. Right. So I think that's the first thing, but you know, some things you can do. So, uh, I have, I made an Instagram post on this a while back. I'm going to go over that, but I also had a few thoughts from, uh, the other day too, that I wanted to share. So first you can have shorter slash more effective workouts, you know, 30, 30 to 45 minutes, three times per week is all you need from a weightlifting standpoint. Now, as you get build more and more muscle, is that going to be the most optimal? Probably not, you know, things might slow down, but that's enough to get you 90, 95% of the way there, especially if you program effectively. And this is where, you know, having a professional program is for you can be helpful. So having somebody that, you know, knows how to get the most out of your training can be super helpful. I also think 
make, making sure too, that within these, you know, obviously workouts are more effective, but also make sure you're pushing them as well too. You know, uh, I feel like if you're just kind of going in, going through the motions, that's also not going to be super uh, effective. So, you know, have a plan for your workout too, I think. So, so don't just go in winging it. I think that's going to lead to you wasting time and then the workouts aren't going to be as effective uh, as well too. And just that's more things you have to think about every single time you go in. So that's going to weigh on you as well too. So make sure you have some sort of plan for your workout. Next, have a plan to get your workouts in and do your workouts when you know it's tougher for you to skip. So usually this is the mornings for people. So if you, you know, find that period of time when you know you can get it in. Uh, and, and again, if, if you're struggling to get it in, then it's probably the morning is going to be your best bet there to, to get it done because that's going to be the first thing you do. So it's like that's out of the way. Then from there, it's like you can focus more on your social life. Um, but having a plan for days that are less busy to get your workouts in and then again, you know, having it around times when you're less likely to skip are going to be key. So those were a few of my thoughts from the other day. Now, I made a post a while back called how to stay on top of your fitness and nutrition with a busy slash inconsistent schedule. And I think this will be super helpful here for uh, this question as well too. So um, let me just pull this up. Okay. Again, so a lot of the advice out there is just towards, you know, people that are, uh, people who have plenty of time to dedicate. So it's like, what if your schedules may be a little consistent or busy? So again, like I talked about, you know, make sure you take five to 10 minutes to look ahead and plan your week based on your schedule. Uh, you know, if you're not doing this, it's going to be much tougher to stay consistent with your workouts because you're going to be very reactive to everything that happens. So, you know, make sure you have that, that schedule again, quicker workouts, 30 to 45 minutes, um, you know, using things like supersets, drop sets, mile reps. And again, just having somebody that knows how to program for this and to get the most out of your training and in a short amount of time you know, aim for workout an amount, you know, you can stick to each week. So if, if you're finding that you're shooting for five and it's like, that's not doable, well then drop it down to three or four. So again, find an amount that, you know, you can stick to next aim for a step goal. I like this because this can be something that helps you stay active throughout the day. And you don't necessarily have to go and dedicate 30, 45 minutes to getting into the gym. So these can be great on the days that uh, you're not weight training. Next, meal prep, basic food. So this is more on the nutrition side of things. I know it wasn't necessarily about the nutrition side, but this can obviously nutrition plays a role. So, you know, meal prep, basic foods, uh, you know, basic things like chicken, steak, ground beef, turkey, stuff like that, potatoes, rice, pasta. I think if you can meal prep a lot of basic meals, that's really going to help you as the week goes on. Um, you know, people get themselves into trouble and spend too much time prepping when, you know, you try to prep these like really gourmet meals and um, just not having anything to eat is also a big like limiting factor for people too. So again, make, make your meal prep more effective and uh, efficient as well too. Uh, another thing you can do is have go-to meals at takeout slash fast food place. So like, for example, you know, have a go-to meal and restaurant you eat when you are strapped for time, but you know, it's macro friendly. So like, for example, mine's like Qdoba or Chipotle, you could do burrito or burrito bowl, or you could go to Chick-fil-A, get a grilled chicken sandwich and some fruit or something like that. And then lastly, from a, a nutrition standpoint, you know, pick a number of meals, you know, you can hit each day. So um, I think people can get themselves into trouble when one day they have two meals and they have five the next day. So just get like, hey, I'm going to have three. And I feel like that really helps you set the amount of food that you need to eat each day, because it's like, if you eat more at one meal, then you just eat a little bit less. But it's like, if you're eating four meals one day, then two the next, it's like, how do you know that I just feel like it's going to, there's just not going to be any structure there. So those are some things you can do with a busy schedule um, to really stay on track uh, with that. So hopefully that was helpful there on that. And again, if you have any questions on it, let me know. Next, 
is it harder for tall guys to fill up frame versus a small guy? Um, I'm assuming you mean sh- short guy there, uh, having a hard time while walking. So a hundred percent, I think if you're taller, for sure, it's a hundred percent going to be tougher. You know, it's the only thing where being ideal or being ideal, being tall, isn't ideal. Um, you know, I'm five, six, so I finally have something where being short is ideal. So, you know, I can definitely being shorter has provided, you know, it definitely, you can definitely fill out quicker just because you're, you're smaller overall. So what, what I'll say on this though, too, is just remember building muscle takes time and consistency. So you can't rush the process. So, um, you know, yes, that's going to make things a little bit tougher for you. And it's going to take a little bit while a little bit longer for you to really look like you fill out, but all you can do is just, you know, keep sticking to these basics and, and, um, staying consistent with it and not trying to rush it. You really can't rush muscle growth. So it's, if it's like one of those things where you're really trying to push it, um, you know, you're gonna, you are going to struggle there. So just, just slow down, but definitely for tall guys, it's definitely going to be much tougher to, to fill out. Um, and, and have that kind of bulkier look for sure. But you know, that, you know, again, that's, with building muscle there, even if, because I feel like a lot of tall guys that those are your typical, like, uh, I think it's ectomorph, like the kind of like the skinnier guys, the hard gainers. Um, but I think again, it just comes from a, a fact that, you know, people want it super quick and, um, the, it, it takes years and years of, of hard work to get that. Uh, but also from a genetic standpoint, you know, building muscle is, there's a lot of genetics involved. So, um, you know, somebody could have a very poor training program, poor methods, and they have genetics that are geared towards building muscle. And, you know, they're going to just, they're going to gain much quicker um, overall. And again, you usually will probably see those in shorter people, but um, definitely tall people have it too. Uh, and so that's, you know, that's, that's going to happen there as well, where it's just going to be something that um, genetics, genetics play a, a big role, like something like fat loss. Again, there's a genetic component to it, but it's a lot smaller, uh, with that because it really comes down to getting you in a calorie deficit. Whereas like building muscle, there's this, I always, I remember I listened to a podcast with Steve Hall and Menno Henselman's a while back and Menno all kind of talked about like, you know, don't necessarily take advice from somebody that's super muscular because again, they're, because it is such a, it's, it, it is largely dependent on genetics, and time too, right? I think those are two big things that people underestimate with building muscles, genetics and just time. Like all the people that you see have been training for years, like they all have pr- pretty decent, at least pretty decent physiques, right? So, you know, there's something to both of those things uh, with building muscle. So, you know, keep that in mind. Yes, as a taller person, it's going to be a little bit tougher to, to look as uh, bulky as a, as a shorter person. Um, but again, it doesn't mean you can't build as much muscle as you can, Um and just keep going with it. So hopefully that was helpful there. And then last question is lunges or single leg press. So I'm assuming this person means for muscle growth, but what I wanted to go, I wanted to go over this specifically because I think this can be another good topic to chat about. So both are great options. Okay. It also depends on which one you enjoy more and feels better to you. So I think a lot of people underestimate that when it comes to finding exercises. I do think there's some exercises that probably just aren't great no matter what you do. But at the end of the day, you do need to take into consideration how it feels for you. Uh, and so who am I to tell you, hey, single leg leg press is better than lunge when maybe a single leg leg press hits your quads way more than the lunge does. So, you know, it, it really depends on which one you enjoy more and feels uh, better uh, to you. And also you can do one variation for a training cycle or two, and then go back to the other. I think there's also this, this thing where, you know, it may feel good at first, you do it for a while, you get kind of burnt out with it, and then it doesn't feel as good as it used to. So then you cycle back. So, uh, 
you're also not you're also not tied into one exercise forever too. I think there needs to be some variation and switching, you know, going in and out of certain exercises and changing them up from time to time is key. Now, you can't overdo that as I've talked about many times and you hear probably all, all over social media like you can overdo exercise variation, right? If you're changing up an exercise every week, okay, way too much. If you're changing up your entire training program every four to six weeks, probably a little bit too much. But again, that doesn't mean that you can never make changes either. It's not an all or nothing thing here. I think there's that that comment. We need to find that middle ground here with it. And um, you can always cycle back, right? So it's like, you know, maybe you do back squats for a phase or two, then it's like, hey, now I'm going to do leg press until you kind of wear that one down. Maybe you don't feel as great with it anymore. Then you switch back to a back squat or you go to a hack squat or something like that, right? There's, you got a lot of um, options here with it. You know, for muscle growth, there's a lot of variability in terms of exercise selection. And I don't think people use that either people use it way too much or they don't use it enough. Um, and so that's a cool thing with building muscles. You just get so much flexibility in terms of how you go about it. You can do higher reps, you can do lower reps, you can do many different exercises. Um, you just, we just have a lot of variety here. Whereas like, again, something like power or strength or running, it's like, you need to be very specific to what you're doing for those things. Whereas building muscle, we have a lot of variety here in terms of what we can do. And also a lot of variety in terms of like volume and, and things like that too. Um, so building muscle is very forgiving. Now, again, there's strategies and methods that are probably better than others. Um, but, and then you bring in the genetic aspect of it. But uh, again, there's a lot of variety here, which I think is, is super nice. So anytime I get lunges or leg press, single leg, leg press, you know, again, do what, do what feels best for you. Um, and again, it's probably one, an answer where one's better than the other one, point in time and then the other one gets better. Um, so, you know, keep that in mind as well too. So hopefully that was helpful. That's it for today's episode, guys. Uh, again, if you have any questions on any of these or you want your questions answered, just send them over on Instagram and I will get them answered. And that's it for today. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at jeffh91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.